Good morning and welcome to Dash Podcast with Carol Dixon. Today we are going to be listening to the number one podcast of 2020, Release What Ways You Die. Well, bless the Lord. It is so good to be with you again. And you know what? It's just been a joy. It's been a joy in sharing with you, especially in this hour, in this time when there's so many weights upon people because of the times that we are in. I look and I see that there are people that's going around and that's just just so sorrowful, just no joy anywhere because people have been just sitting and doing nothing. But I want to talk to you today about the fact that you've got to release what weighs you down. Oh, yes, you got to do it. And I know it's easier said than done. That's why I I have an antidote on today. I have an antidote on today. And you know where it's from? Oh, yes, the Word of God. There is power. There's healing. There's salvation in the name of Jesus. And in this fight against the coronavirus, we cannot forget that God is bigger than any problem we face. All right? You've got to remember that. Uh, Who would have thought that we would be having church minus people in the pews? And then for some of us, who would have thought that we'd be having no church at all within the four walls? Hmm. Who would have thought that you'd have to be creative in bringing the gospel even to fellow believers? Yes, that's what we've had to do. And it gotten busy do it in order to maintain the social distance with each other. Oh, if you think it was hard several years ago when you had to have different situations happen in your life and maybe... um. It was difficult for you to get to church because of an illness or difficult for you to get to church because of a situation of some kind. But you know what? Today, we're looking at all of this going on and what has happened. Who knew? God did. (laughs) That's the good news about it. Oh, yeah. God did. And God is saying, you know what? You have got to begin to release the heaviness that's weighing you down because he's come to set you free. How? In the name of Jesus. You know, there's a song that said there's power in the name of Jesus. And many times you may feel as though, you know, you can't get to this joy spot. I'm just talking to you today because of the need or certainly because of it seeming like, oh, things are just not happening. You don't know what happened or what took place because you wouldn't have thought things would be happening as they are happening today. Mm. Oh, but I'm here to tell you that regardless to what's going on, regardless to how things are happening, there is power in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you right now, when many times when you're heavy and you sometimes if you're like me, you don't know where it's coming from. You've done your checklist and you, you know what? But that's when you're in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. In this day and in this hour, no matter what's going on, what used to be your normal, and just in a short time, you're being told what you cannot do. Can't do this, and you can't go there, and you can't go over here. And there's even a shortage of, of people running out of basic essentials that's needed. A shortage. And on this day that I'm sharing with you, I want you to know, I know that it brings weights upon you, but I'm here to tell you, you got to release that weight. Oh, yes. I'm like a lot of pastors, and I want to bring this word to encourage you, and I don't want to bring it to lift you. I didn't say those and name those essentials that's lacking in your life to make you feel sad. 
I named them to let you know they don't have to be heavy on you. You got to lift this weight up off of you. I sense that. I sense that. And I came to offer hope today. Hope through the word of God. I want you to know that many of you, maybe for the first time or maybe in a long time, you're looking to God. That's a good thing. We've got an opportunity to be the light that Jesus calls us to be. And I want you to know we are all debtors. We are all beggars. Like the story I'm going to share on today. Something that we ourselves cannot do for ourselves. <laughs> Woo! Oh, but I'm here to tell you, in the name of Jesus, it's time to leap. <laughs> You've got to release what weighs you down. And I'm bringing it from Acts, the third chapter, verses 1 through 10. How you can begin to live a joy-filled life. A joy-filled life. When you release the weight that's weighing you down and you begin to leap. You know, joy is one of the characteristics that the world lacks. And believers who possess joy have the potential of a strong witness in the world today. Oh, yes, in these times. What is the difference between joy and excitement? You know, when you become excited, these are emotions. and They are stimulated from outside of us. But when we experience joy, we have an intense, pleasurable emotion that is inwardly motivated. <laughs> See, joy is one of the building blocks of an abundant, meaningful, and fulfilling life. We crave it as much as our bodies crave nourishment. And you know, there are times when you substitute excitement for joy, you can't find joy within those things on the outside. You attempt to find it, you attempt it, but excitement is on the outside experiences. When you're trying to find joy from things on the outside, you'll find yourself scarfing down the wrong things just like you scarf down junk food instead of eating a balanced, nutritious meal. And in this story, in Acts the third chapter, this disabled man at the temple, it is a demonstration of what is involved in experiencing a joy-filled life. This is how the story goes. And I know we all know it, but let me just recap it for you. Because let me tell you, you're going to release what's weighing you down. Oh, yes. The story takes place shortly after the day of Pentecost. And the early believers had not been shunned by the Jews. And they still worshipped at the temple. Though they also participated in fellowship times that were similar to our fellowship times. You know, they still met and they met in houses. They met in their small groups. Yeah, they still did that. And Peter and John were entering the temple for their afternoon prayer, which corresponded to the time of sacrifice. And you got to be mindful as they're getting ready to go in here. Let me tell you where they had come from. They had been in the upper room waiting for the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Woo, right after Pentecost now. And the Holy Ghost came. And fell upon them. I'm just setting the whole environment, the whole atmosphere for you. And the whole thing. And that weight had been lifted off of them. Of them thinking, oh my God, we missed it. Jesus is dead. He's gone. And oh boy, but he came back and he walked on this earth for 40 days. And he went and visited the disciples and encouraged them. And oh my God, they were on fire. And the Holy Ghost came. He said, I'm going to send a comforter that's going to help you to accomplish your job and do what you need to do. You fulfill your purpose on this earth. And oh, they got excited about it as they were waiting in the upper room praying before the Lord. Oh my goodness. Ah, and they began to, to get happy and joyful when Jesus came back and walked this earth and reassured them about the promise that they believed that it was a fact. It was so, and they, they could remain loyal and faithful 
to it because it will come to pass. And oh my goodness, and when the Holy Ghost came, oh, there was a joy on the inside of them. It wasn't on the outside. It wasn't external. It was internal. And so here we are. Now they're going into the temple and they're going in because they're going to go in for prayer. And so we see now as Peter and John was entering the temple for the afternoon prayer, this corresponded to the time of sacrifice, okay? And at the entrance to the temple, they saw a disabled man who had never been able to walk. And lots of people, hundreds, was passing by that man every day without ever taking more than a passing interest in him. Yeah, Peter and John were different though. No, they didn't have money, but they did have something that the man needed. Oh my God. Mm. The disabled man had more than physical and financial need. As a disabled person, he was a social outcast. He was judged as sinful and condemned by God. He was relegated to a life of poverty. Oh, but here comes Peter and John. Woo! Been endowed with power from on high. They received the Holy Ghost. See, the Holy Ghost is power. Jesus had said it. And he told them, he said, y'all going to go out and do some things, greater works. Woo, you're going to do them in the name of Jesus. And so they went out and they looked and they saw the man, but they didn't have money, but they were going to meet his true need. See, and it's beneficial when whatever you're going through, it is beneficial for you. Just like it was beneficial for that man. Uh-huh, that the disciples didn't have money. It's sometimes you think money's going to solve your problem. Money won't solve your problem. No, that's where they get the adage that they say need to teach them how to fish before you just give them a fish. There are certain things that God's going to have to begin to restore on the inside of you by the power of the Holy Ghost. That means an inward power that would begin to give you what you need on the inside. Number one, God's presence. That God's presence would dwell on the inside of you. That you would become the temple of God. Oh yes, that you begin to praise him. Sing praises unto the Lord and rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Oh, that you would begin to find the presence of God and the love of God, the forgiveness of God and the power of God as being your source of joy. Oh, yeah. When you get there, it is very difficult for you not to be joyful. Oh, don't have to have money, but God's, God's presence. Oh, when you got his presence, he said, I'll draw everything you need. Oh, you have God's love. His love will lift you. You have his forgiveness. Oh, God's forgiveness. Oh, it begins to bring a renewed hope on the inside of you. And then the power, the name of Jesus. Eh, there's no way that you can hold on to any weight. The weight's got to be released because of the sources of your joy on the inside. Many of God's gifts gives us joy. Oh, yes. When you begin to see God has blessed you with relationships, God has blessed you with nature around you and fulfilling work. You can look out and you can see the handiwork of God and our main source of joy, though many don't appreciate it, but it is so. It's God's presence in your life. And God's presence is when you stand up on his word, when you will speak his word to him. What did Job say? You command of me and I'm going to declare of you. <laughs> oh, my, 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 my. See, being filled with God's spirit. You have the fruit of the spirit in your life. Oh, one of those fruit is joy. Mm. I'm telling you one thing. When this begins to happen, that's why when Peter 
And John looked at the lame man at the gate as they were entering the temple. You know what they said to him? He said to him, silver and gold, we don't have that. But such as we have, we'll give to you the presence, the love, the forgiveness, the power. Uh, in the name of Jesus. They were saying we can't do this of our own, but we can do it in his name. We've been delegated, given the authority to use that name. And wherever there's heaviness, it will be released, mm. being filled with the Spirit of God. Well, I'm telling you right now, that man, when Peter reached out his hand to him after he had spoken into his life, he leaped and began to praise God. He leaped because there was a joy that had lifted that weight up off of him. He had released that weight that was weighing him down. Release the weight that weighs you down. What is it? What is it that's weighing you down? Release it in the name of Jesus. Jesus will meet your true need. Oh, oh, you may think it's one thing, but God knows exactly what it is. I'm telling you, if they had had money, they probably would have been like others and just threw the money at the problem. Is that what we not do today? Just go shopping and buy more. Oh my. Oh my, just throw some money. Just pass the bucket and just throw something in. Oh my God, not a sacrifice. Not, uh -uh, just giving God a token. Oh, <laughs> you might be tempted to address the situation a certain way, in a similar way that you've been doing. But oh, when you feel the weight of, I can't do what I used to do. Mm, mm, not even able to go out and Get dinner like I got to cook dinner at home. Oh, can't do like I used to do. Well, you can order it if you want to, but you don't know whose hands have done whatever and where they've been or if they are carrier or what's... That's what goes on in my mind. <laughs> but oh, I lift it off as I begin to praise God and get the joy on the inside that only the name of Jesus can bring. And when that happens... You'll find out, oh, I can maintain social distance. That's all right. But you know what? I've got a joy on the inside of me that Jesus is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Oh, my God. When you begin to feel and you begin to see that there is healing in the name of Jesus, salvation in the name of Jesus, there is power in the name of Jesus. Oh, this is what the lame man realized and he leaped. He got strength in his ankles and he leaped and began to praise God and entered in with Peter and John into the temple. Oh, entered in to the place. Of, it was time for sacrifice. Entered in instead of him looking for somebody to throw something his way. He was ready to go in and bless the Lord with all his soul and let everything within him bless his holy name. Oh, let me tell you right now, when you realize oh, that you're in a place today that where what you wanted and what would be your normal in a short time, it's just gone. And you cannot do this and you cannot do that. And you don't have this and you don't have that. You know what a cure and take that weight off of you. You start saying in the name of Jesus, I've got what I have need of. Everything I need and my desires are being fulfilled. How? In the name of Jesus. Why? Because you're looking unto God. Oh, maybe for the first time. Maybe for the first in a long time. But there's an opportunity today for you to let the joy of the Lord fill you. Do it in the name of Jesus. And I'm telling you right now. Oh, 
Every one of us, we are all debtors and we are all beggars needing something that we ourselves cannot do for ourselves. <laughs> Salvation, forgiveness, healing, oh, and to be guided in the way that we should go. Oh, the book of Acts is exactly that. As we see in the third chapter, verses 1 through 10, oh, we see how the name of Jesus will begin to move for you and change your life. Oh, that you're able to release what is weighing you down. And you know what? You'll go out and change the lives around you, those that you come in contact with. So my prayer today for you is that Jesus will change your life and that you will then go out and be a part of changing someone else's life. Oh, I tell you, I declare that marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of God's greatness will be commonplace in your life in the name of Jesus. Ha! I am Carol Dixon, and this is Dash. Thank you for listening to Dash Podcast with Carol Dixon. We pray that you have been blessed by this message on today. Dash is a nonprofit organization, and with your donations and generous giving, will help us continue to podcast to your location and around the world. For more information on how you can give to Dash Podcast, please email us at imcaroldixon at gmail.com. All donations are tax deductible. For we are serving the community positively, productively, and prayerfully. And remember, Dash is always on.